0: Cannabisradio.com proudly presents 420 Clouds Cannabis Connection, where we converge the biggest names in entertainment, business, technology, and medicine and connect them into our growing cannabis community. Connecting and educating the world about cannabis. Cannabisradio.com presents 420 Clouds Cannabis Connection, ignited by IMSIG.
1: All right, thanks for joining us on 420 Clouds Cannabis Connection. My name is Alex Mardikian. I'm the Chief Marketing Officer of MSIG, and welcome to our 420 Cloud. With us today is the former president of both EA and Activision, and former Call of Duty and Tony Hawk developer, Mr. Danny Hammett. Danny is now leading HKA Digital Studios, who are the makers of the marijuana tycoon mobile game Hemp Inc. In the game, you build your very own cannabis empire. And go from a garage grower into a dispensary royal. Danny, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. All right, great. Well, let's get it on. I mean, uh, <laughs> I, I, I guess, uh, you know, excited to do this. And I wanted to ask, you know, the first question that comes to mind, you going from, obviously, you know, from the EA and, and coming over on to the cannabis forefront. You know, what what were your thoughts on cannabis before hemping?
2: Well, that's a pretty good question. And, and some also may could also be a loaded question if you really think about it. No pun intended, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah I, well, let me let me give you a quick background on, on myself. I, I grew up in Northern California in the Bay Area. Um, I grew up in a little town called Pleasanton uh, they call it the Tri Valley. It's about 20 miles east of Oakland. And back in the 70s, and I graduated high school in 79, went to college, got a college in 84. I went to Cal Poly in San Luis Obispo. And Uh um, a couple of the schools that we played, for instance, would have been the Santa Barbara Buds, the Chico, I think the Chico was the, uh, I think Chico had some kind of like tight stick was the name of their Frisbee team.
1: So <laughs> I grew up in the hotbed
2: of of, of, of the best ponders, and best uh, green you could ever think of. And throughout my youth and my early 20s and 30s, I was kind of what you would guess a qualifier, Wake and Baker, right?
1: <laughs> That's so, awesome. Uh,
2: so so that, that kind of was my own personal background now, because I had kids and get a little older and my tolerance got a little bit less, uh, I guess, strong, and the quality continued to increase. I, I shied away from it a tad. But uh, at the same time, I, I have a very, very, very deep relationship with it, not only because of growing up in you know, Humboldt County and going to school there and, and knowing, uh, kind of watching the progression of you know, a, a lid of leaves into really quality pot in the 70s and the 80s coming out of California – uh, I, I had a distinct, uh, I think, distinct knowledge and ability to to understand where it's at today and, and you know, what is happening in the marketplace from a, from a quality standpoint. But at the same time, uh, I, as I said, I kind of shied away from it and got involved in, a, in the gaming business through a fluke and have been building video games for about 25, 30 years now. And interestingly enough, I kind of went kicking and screaming into this space for a multitude of reasons. Um, I was presented an opportunity by a friend of mine that owns a small little investment firm out of Tampa, with a sole focus on you know the green industry. this mm-hmm. company called First Harvest Corporation, and they focused on some some really strong marketing elements. Uh, they have a, a magazine called Cannabis Voices and some other pro you know, cannabis advocacy groups that they support. And a friend of a friend introduced us together at a party and uh, in a casual conversation over cocktails, he said, man, I'd really love to build a game that kind of explained how to, how it's, how you grow it, how you sell it and all that. And I said, well, did your kids play SimCity or do have you ever played Farmville? He's like, oh, fuck yeah, I play Farmville. I'm mm-hmm. like, well, kids play SimCity. Yeah, I know. Sim- well, what? You know what? I'll tell you what? You put together some cash and you're really serious. Give, give me a call back. About a year, year and a half went by. And I was driving down the road one day, and I get a phone call from my broker. And lo and behold, and he says, "Hey, listen, this guy, this guy's interested in, in chatting with you again." And uh, he says he's he's raised some capital. He wants to build a game. So one thing led to another. I got together with my friends that I was felt would be best qualified to build a game based on today's metrics and quality of of gaming technology, uh, user experience, user in the mobile platform. And I built a team built a team of superstars. My guys came from Supercell, Clash of Clans. and came from MiniClip, uh, Eight Ball Pool, Soccer Stars. You know all the latest and greatest mobile strike companies like that. And so I built kind of the Europe. You know that old uh, rock. I don't know how old you are, but a rock supergroup. And <laughs> we went about building, we went about to, went about the building the game. And and we had two real 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 important goals. First goal being whether you are a pot smoker or not, we're going to build the best, highest quality in both graphics and gameplay that was available in this category. And then secondly, we were gonna make it fun. It was gonna be fun. Again, it didn't matter what you whether you like to, you know, partake or not partake. So no,
1: I mean so it's we, yeah. Yeah.
2: So that was kind of our goal.
1: Oh uh, no, I mean you're definitely it's like where you're taking your background and advance the technology. I mean best of market, right? You're just there taking you and bring in the best of market in. And yeah, I'm very familiar, you know, from that old rock, you know, the, the setting of that, you know, licensing and branding. I mean, that's the way we look at everything from, you know, MSIG, our company's perspective. And I mean, to see how you're going about it, it's like it's, it's first class all the way. I've looked and gone on the app, I played on it, and the UI, the UX is just stellar. I mean, so where do you see see the hemp ink place in all this? I mean, so now you've taken advanced it. So I mean, it's interesting. It gets people involved between the celebrities and this clean UX. You know, well, how how where where does that find its place?
2: So uh, what I say, you you would ask, you know, where is it at? Where are we taking it? Where we would like would we like to take it? And I'll answer that in, in two buckets. And the first bucket would be. Um, we when we started to do this product, and, and you touched on a second ago, as far as you know, gold standard, best quality expectations. That's going to have anything my name associated with it. I have a pretty strong pedigree of, of not only having great sales and success, but creating iconic IP. And that's due to, as you said, you know, setting a gold standard and never deviating from it and not allowing yourself to fall prey to a you know, quick buck of building a game that has subpar t- technology underlying so we went out and we built this product on unity now those that are techie will understand the unity platform allowed me to do multiple things that others in this and the app store business or in the building app industry would know which is they'll build a native game for ios that you can't port to go to google or to android devices you can't definitely can't take it to Roku or play it on your desktop. Mm-hmm. And so we wanted to both have the advantage that as this product grew, this is kind of parlaying into your question of where can it go, is is as the industry grew and as this particular cause grew, we would have the ability to present this message, whether it's pro, con, or simply fun, on all, all platforms and, and, and entertainment devices available to the public, both domestically and internationally. So that was, that was really kind of what our goal was underlying. And, and where we're at now is... We're getting ready to relaunch the, the second iteration, the sequel, which will come out, I'd just say, in the next two to three months, uh, which will be hemping to the sequel. And it will be partnered up with some very, very, very strong intellectual property holders. And, and, I, and I would be remiss to state it because I'm not under contract yet, but I can say if you're familiar with the Netflix television um, uh, Netflix absolutely. station, absolutely. there's a new show coming out that features the most celebrated Hollywood writer of our time. Chuck Lore and the two-time Academy Award winner, Kathy Bates. And it just so happens to be focused on a dispensary. Oh, wow. Um, and so I can tell you that I spent the last two three, three weeks out in Los Gatos and Los Angeles. And, and what you're going to see on the sequel is going to be quite intriguing, quite exciting, as well as going to have global implications. So so we're taking that. And one of the reasons why we can take it there, because of our technology. We're able yeah. to integrate, you know, show clips, things like that that you couldn't do on a native platform. Uh, and so that's where that's going to go. Secondarily, content-wise and technology-wise, you know, the nice thing about mobile apps, which I find somewhat humorous for the people that can't develop them properly the first route, is that you know I, I come from a world where it's like music, where you recorded an album, you put it on a disc, you stuck, you put it on the shelves, and. Hope to God the fucker worked. Hope you liked it. <laughs> same, thing, same thing with a console game for Microsoft. You paid in advance. You you built that product. You paid the retailers. You bought the co-op. Your marketing dollars, and you hope that it went away. If it didn't, they shoved the back of your ass, and they wouldn't sit. They wouldn't give you the second product. So yeah. I come from that world, and in the mobile application world, you can download updates. You know, on a secondly basis. So what we're doing is we're taking to heed all of our information and all of the the data and analytics that we receive back on our so-called beta test, which has been remarkably successful of the game so far. And we're gonna really come back, and and I think in in late 2017, you're going to see what my real intentions were and what I intended day one for this product to be, which is gonna be a first-class, five-star, monetized, integrated, socially impactful game. And it's going to do all of the above, but at the same time, it's gonna be a fucking blast to play.
1: So I'm here with Danny Hammett of HK Digital, And after the break, I want to talk to you more about cannabis tech and the future of your work.
0: More of 420 Cloud's Cannabis Connection coming up. But first, let's connect you with our sponsors. Are you disturbed by the prescription medication commercials on television and their endless list of side
2: effects? They go on and on and you end up having to take multiple pills to counteract the problems caused by the first pill.
0: It never ends. Have you looked into CBD as a more natural option?
1: The Vuber
0: way. Connecting the world to cannabis one show at a time. Welcome back to 420 Cloud's Cannabis Connection, ignited by MSIG and the 420 Cloud app, only on CannabisRadio.com.
1: And we're back with gaming industry executive Danny Hammond. From our side, we've built, you know, our 420 Cloud, which is like a social connection but you know, nothing on the gaming side of what you've done and just a remarkable. So yeah, I mean, when you're developing and especially in the cannabis industry, you've seen, obviously you've seen some, you know, there's Google's always changing, for instance. Like when you said, it's great on the mobile side because you can turn around and on a fly be pushing an update, right? But then Correct. on the, on but on a fly, they're also changing some of their rules, regulations and, and how, they're, how, how they're interpreting, you know, user play. Have yes. you ran into anything like that? Like, for instance, because you remarkably came out and got a lot of downloads. You know, you've got your, your world based on this as, you know, an app should be. But, I mean, have you got pushback from, you know, some of the bigger, you know, uh, download areas?
2: That's a good question. Uh, I w- my answer would be you'd be surprised who you would think would be for it isn't and who you would think would be uh, against it is not it's really a 180 on expectation we have had some challenges and quite frankly our challenges even in the gaming industry are the same as they are for most cannabis related product properties is the banking industry which is very challenging on you know so google will allow you to develop your product and promote your product but they will not they'll be very skeptical on what bank you're using or the banks that work with Google won't handle cannabis-related products. So you have to be very careful on your name, your terminology, how do you fill out that that administrative paperwork and and sign it. So you you have to know what you're doing. There's no doubt about it. It's become, it's it's not a plug-and-play scenario when it comes to anything in this sector. And yet, interestingly enough, like the old famous adage, you know, nothing is bad advertising. There's been some games out there that, for instance, there's a game called Weed Firm, which, quite frankly, Weed Weed Firm is to animation what BB's and Butthead was relative to Toy Story as far as quality. <laughs> but but yet, these guys have you know 15, 20 million dollars because they were a first to market about seven yeah. years ago, and then they got kicked off both of the website both of the platforms and by getting kicked off, then of course everyone wanted it. So when they came back on they had a plethora of downloads. People of course eventually saw that it was shit, it wasn't worth it. But nonetheless, they they, they were the benefactors of, of that. Interestingly enough, negative press or negative response from the platform holders. At this stage of the game, I'll be honest with you though, I think that you know when you've got Nike building a four twenty hemp shoe and you've got, you know, all these other people coming around, most of them are you you get to the right person you can get things done, but there is still a mandate and, and a written and written dialogue and, and administrative rules for all platform holders: Apple, Android, Roku, Amazon. No pot-related shit. No, no, yeah. But uh. you know, if you name it cannabis and you name it this, you know, as long as you don't name it pot or a weed, most of the time you can get around it in certain paperwork. It mm. doesn't mean the app name can be something, but you can be sure the official name on the store and in your paperwork probably isn't going to be that
1: yeah well definitely definitely it's a fight 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 from the stigma so i mean you know that's that's the biggest thing and it's great seeing leaders like yourself coming into the industry and help shift shape you know uh the direction that's what i think it's like having you know a lot of professionals and coming out there and taking it from even the public the public stock market uh sectors you know, turning around and, you know, just really shaping it into, you know, a solid industry rather than guys coming in and ripping out, right? And the same no, thing you goes could be right. with
2: you the- you couldn't do- be more right. And you the same
1: thing more. goes back into like, you know, you see how these guys first to market, they get in there, but they're getting a lot of black eyes and it makes it hard. So it's great to see what you're doing. And with saying that, the future of cannabis tech, you know, what is your thoughts? You know, I mean, obviously technology is driving us, right? But what are your direct thoughts? I mean, gamification so key; it keeps uh, the interest there, right? So, I mean, what what do you see? You know, between the thoughts and ramifications of it. Well,
2: you know, I'm I'm always always interested in pushing the envelope as well. I found in my career, it's always great to be second as opposed to being first when new technology is invented, as we always know, you know, never buy the first model of a car your dad always taught you, and never buy the first model of a new phone, so on and so forth. But I love being second. And what I mean by that is I like to be second and, and then own the market share. Now, relative to technology, there is no deb- no debate by any platform holder or anyone in the tech industry, and that goes from Engine technology to high-end technology and everywhere in between, artificial uh, augmented reality and virtual reality are the next step. And when I say next step, we're already we're already in step in that direction. We just don't know where the fuck we're going, but we yeah. definitely are marching in that to that beat. Right now, I will also go so much go so far as to say that when you get asked that question in the future, virtual reality, augmented reality make sure everybody understands virtual reality really has no place whatsoever in mobile applications and really yeah. truly even even console applications it we, it's been out for 30 years and, and it yeah. still hasn't taken hold so you know how many more do we need mcfly hit you in the head hey mcfly told you McFly. <laughs> you know, it's, like, it's like, get with the program. Augmented reality is where it's at, and there's going to be some technology, hardware coming out, and hopefully it'll hit this year. A company called Magic Leap is doing some really unique things. Um, Unity has, has developed a, an entire new division around it who we're working very closely with to integrate. I can, I, I can even go so far as to tell you that in 2018, our games, HKA games, will be augmented reality integrated. So oh, that, that means to make you may go, you'll go into a dispensary and you'll be interacting with people. Let's just say you go into the dispensary and you want and you use Google Maps to go to California, you'll be interacting with other augmented reality partners. Now, Pokemon Go tried to do that. Pokemon Go was it was not virtual reality. All they were doing was superimposing an image in the location mm-hmm. using Google Maps in your camera. But yet, whoa, whoa, really cool, right? It it yeah. that was technology we've had for forty fucking. It doesn't, doesn't mean anything. What what yeah. really is, is when you can take and put yourself in that location, not superimpose something in yours, where you can be transported to that location, which is what augmented reality does. And we're moving in that direction. Um, to the credit of, again, Unity, who, by the way, I give a shout-out to John Riccatello and Anthony Douglas, who are two friends of mine. John's the CEO of Unity. Um, John used to be the CEO of, of EA. Um, they took a company that was a, a very small technology engine tech and have built it into a i think their market cap now is, i want to say 8 9 billion and and they and they're working i think 75% of virtual reality augmented reality coding that goes from doctors working on heart transplants using virtual reality technology using augmented technology is there so we're using that same kind of blended tech all right. And it it's very cool. Um, oh, very cool. I'm, I'm proud to tell you that, that that's where this industry is going. And when you talk about gamification, you know, I think augmented reality kind of takes that place is that you're going to be able to do that in any way, whether it's on a map, a mapping program for, you mm-hmm. know, for, uh, let's know for But so what's the, what's the map? A mass route. They are smart, which sadly, I can tell you, most of them are way behind on the tech side because mm-hmm. they didn't come from the gaming industry right they usually yeah. came from a, you know a tech industry or a weed industry they're they're missing a very critical imp- component to what's going to make that blend and that just in personal opinion but i think their res- their revenue or lack thereof va- validates my my uh, you know uh, hypothesis so that being said blending that properly is going to work well for anyone in the cannabis sector if they do it right and what they should be doing is going out and really poaching the gaming industry for tech and people in that space that understand it because what they're doing on both sides is can't
1: child's play for a gamer
2: yeah Yeah.
1: danny we're gonna take one more break so everybody stay with us we're gonna wrap things up with mr danny hammett after this break
0: more of 420 clouds cannabis connection coming up but first let's connect you with our sponsors The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me own crop, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc.
2: Running a successful cannabis business isn't easy. Successful businesses need to have strong people to achieve long-term results. At Live Advisors, we believe people are the heart of business, and training people can help you infinitely grow your business. Learn more about our offerings at liveadvisors.com.
0: Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. Connecting the world to cannabis one show at a time. Welcome back to 420 Cloud's Cannabis Connection, Ignited by MSIG, and the 420 Cloud app. Only on CannabisRadio.com.
1: And we're back with our last few minutes with Danny Hammett. So when I look at the future of cannabis on the tech side, one question that comes up, and I'd love to get your opinion, nationally versus Italy. Obviously, you know, nationally, we drive the entire, you know, we look at it as we drive the universe, correct, of cannabis. So I mean, what what have you seen from the cannabis tech side on the on the national versus the international?
2: The the appetite for marijuana and cannabis themed products internationally is voracious. Uh, I mean, extremely voracious. Uh, more than you would expect. They're still not quite getting it in regards to the monetization. And like for instance, we ha- I have we have a lot of stoners working on our game in our London office. Okay. Mm-hmm. But when I started talking about very, you know, things that I, you know, from, from as a 70s pothead and 80s pothead and a, and a brother that's a grower in Northern California, I would use certain, you know, uh, quips and things like that that we take for granted for, for 30 years. And they're still behind the ball. They're still, they're still lacking. Yeah. They're still not caught up. But they want to be. I can tell you that they want to be. And so games like ours and other content and other sites that can it's game. They, they will respond to it and they're definitely interested without a doubt. They're very interested in all things cannabis and green.
1: Excellent. Well, that's hey, that's uh, good to see. I mean, it's definitely, we're causing the ripple effect and you're, you're Pretty leading, dark. you're leading at that. So, you know, with other game developers take, you know, so our other game developers obviously taking notice, they see what you're doing. So, I mean, you know, um, you know are you seeing anything out there that's outside of the gaming that really has piqued your interest obviously you see a lot of the pos the c to sell all of that i mean do you see that also integrating into you know a gamified feel you know knowing you know delivery and so forth
2: So so what I would say is that we're gonna we're building an entire suite that will have cross pollination within the game suite. So if you're playing, you're looking like I said, you're playing the game and you're looking to get a delivery to to your house from from a medicinal location or from CVS or Walgreens, similar to what you know Ease does. There and we all know there are many many other companies out there that are looking for partnerships. Um, We've we've coupled up a couple key ones that are that are coming out really strong and um, some mapping programs that will be integrated. So they'll be integrated into our virtual city. We have the advantages, you know, because we have a virtual city. So anything that's in a real world or geographically fit, we, we can have that in our city. So all the same things that you look at, whether you live in San Francisco or you live in, you know, L.A., Any you know Colorado, we have those in our cities, or if we don't, we can surely put them in. Okay, so I said I'm getting in this space, and if I'm going to get in this space, I'm going to fucking own it. And when I say own it, that means I'm going to own this category in every way possible that makes sense. I won't be, I won't, I won't reach for things that don't make sense or just trying to make a buck. Uh, This this whole cannabis themed industry has elements of it that actually makes sense you know delivery makes sense um you know checking out whale kind of like you know food or farm to table type shit we that that stuff is is relevant to a lot of people um now i also think that's also a very narrow view When I make a game, I want it to be applicable to 8 to 80 blind or crippled. Now, do I want 8-year-olds to be smoking pot? Absolutely Mm. not. I have a grandchild. I have five daughters, and I'm not pro pot for kids. But I can tell you that my game allows you to be a cop in my game. My game allows you to be an economic developer of property. So there's parts in our game that you can use to both educate and have fun with if it happens to be open up on your you know, your phone and on your table, and your kid picks it up. I have nothing to be embarrassed about or offended by. And then, secondarily, as we grow the suite of products, you'll be able to go to a cannabis-themed casino and win money to use that money in as a discount in a delivery or in your game. Um, so we've got a really strong program slated for the next year, and quite frankly, the the top end, you know, revenue generation compared to what these other guys are chasing. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm not, I'm not going to brag, but you guys know my my, my background. You know, when we, we develop games, we don't sell half a billion dollars. We're disappointed, right? Yeah. I'm not in this – I didn't get in this industry to chase lunch money nor to be a afterthought or look at this gaming guy that got in the, in the pop business. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it right. I'm going to lead the way, set the gold standard. And then, you know, move on to something else that that intrigues me. The social elements of this actually truly do impact me. You know, I've had a lot of family members that have died of cancer. Uh, I'm I'm appalled at the the hypocrisy of our government Um, in many ways. At the same time, I'm a liberal conservative. So, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'm not going to say one thing and then internally do another thing. Um, But the same thing. I don't think, you know, if you had a choice between a surgeon doing open-heart surgery on you and having two stiff shots of doers or smoke a doobie, what would you rather have him do? I'll always have him smoke some pot before he cuts me open. You follow me? So yeah. that's that. That's that's coming from that conservative-style mindset. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I think that we can still do that, and I think we can educate people as to the hypocrisies that are out there. In our game, we have normal, we have petitions, so we're actually an advocacy within our game. We don't just walk, talk the talk, we're walking the talk, and we'll continue to do that. So wow. you know, I'm, I'm very proud of that as well.
1: No, definitely. I mean, you're not just bringing awareness to, you know, the the gamers, you know, and the future gamers, but you also have brought a lot of awareness to a lot of executives that are in and outside of the the cannabis space. You know, with that, we're coming to a conclusion. So I just want to ask you last couple questions. Quick one is, uh, do you have a favorite strain?
2: You know, I'm going to give you what – you're going to love this. When I was in ninth grade, we got a little dog. It was a little beagle dog, and we named it Indica. And we named huh? it Indica because my father was a tour-tour Vietnam veteran. He worked for the NSA, and we loved to watch him go outside and yell, Indica, come here, Indica, come here, huh? and, and sent over the, on the hill huh? high as a kite laughing at it. So, so I think that it, coming from that back days, it probably indica, of, I remember the, the big old Afghani strains we used to get when I was a kid, oh, were pretty, yeah. pretty damn good. Um, but um, yeah, I, you know, I, I'm not as, to be honest with you, I come from an era where it was big and greeny and smelled like a skunk, we loved it, <laughs> but now it's now it's become so defined and refined and, and, you know, narrow, you know, lemon cushion, I, I get a kick out of it. I have to ask my, <laughs> you know, my, my nephews what's going on here. But, um, so I'm going to stick with old tried and true Indica, man. <laughs> no, that's, that, that's, that's,
1: that's awesome. Um, and yeah, just listen, if people want to find out more information, you know, you just want to tell them how to download the game.
2: Yes, please. You just go go to iTunes and, and type in hemp, Inc., uh, and you can download it there. Also, if you're out of the States right now, we are live with our sequel in the um, Android, the uh, Google Play Store, everywhere outside of the United States. We're getting ready to launch the new update, as I said, in about four to six weeks, which everyone keep their eyes open, and we'll be doing some press on that as well. Uh, you can also go to um, www.first.com harvest.com which is our financial partner and they have a lot of other information for you in regards to supporting the industry advocacy programs our partnerships with normal and high times so i i, I highly recommend people check
1: it out that's awesome and we totally enjoyed having you today pleasure and we'll be the first as well to keep an eye out for your updates uh, sounds good yeah sounds awesome good. thanks right. for having me on i had a good time thank you guys yeah, thank you anytime Want to find out more about MSIG? Go to msiggroup.com and check out our ticker symbol on the OTC, MSIG. That's M-C-I-G. Download the 420 Cloud app, available both on Android and Apple. Open the doors to opportunity throughout the nation by posting your free ads at 420jobsearch.com. Thank you for joining us for this edition of 420 Cloud's Cannabis Connection. You can download episodes of our program by going to CannabisRadio.com, or subscribing to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and very soon, iHeartRadio.
0: The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited